asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Let's be honest, the first place our family turns to when we're looking for a quick getaway is always Airbnb. I know we can find an amazing place to stay at the beach, like St. Simons on the Georgia coast, for instance. Mm -hmm. It's one of our favorite spots. That's what comes to mind, Matt, when I'm thinking about travel. And while you're staying at someone else's home, have you ever thought about what you could be doing with your own home? That's right. Your empty space could be an Airbnb while you are away because that is all you need to become an Airbnb host. It's a lot easier than you think and you don't need to Airbnb your entire house. You could just host your extra spare room if you've got one. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash host. Upswell Marketing would like to remind you that when customers choose your small business, they're really choosing you. So focus on super serving your existing customers and let Upswell handle the pipeline generation of new leads and customers. Upswell specializes in developing customized direct response campaigns and is now offering a no obligation free assessment of your current marketing strategies. Not to mention new customers also receive 15% off their first order when they mention that they heard about Upswell on this podcast. For more information, visit upswellmarketing.com. That's upswellmarketing.com. Supercharge your work decks with AI-powered Canva presentations. All you do is start with a prompt. You describe your, your presentation in a few words, and Canva presentations will generate captivating slides that you can then customize in seconds. Canva presentations are designed for every workplace and every department. Whether you work in sales, marketing, HR, ops, and more, Canva presentations can generate any deck you want for work. Sales decks, marketing presentations, onboarding plans, you name it. Any department can save time on any presentation with AI. Generate slides and seconds with Canva presentations at canva.com. Designed for work. Welcome to How to Money. I'm Joel. And I am Matt. And today we're discussing clutch freebies, housing market insanity, and outdated wardrobes. Dude, you know, just before our music played, there, like you, you said, clutch freebies, and not a lot of people use the word clutch. It's. A, I wonder if people think that we're going to talk about automotive repairs, but that is not the case. We're talking about freebies, dude. We're all about getting free stuff, and so we've got a few freebies to share with folks during uh, today's Friday flight. Yeah, I don't know if that's like a middle-aged millennial I, word, but I, I, I feel like most people don't use it. But we say clutch uh, frequently. Uh, let's take a poll. Maybe we'll uh, toss that up on social media. See what people think. Yeah, see if clutch is <laughs> cool or not anymore. Probably not, but. What if it's just like a... I still don't care. Just like my outdated clothes. I'm, I'm still going to... Yeah, we're going we're gonna to talk about <laughs> outdated wardrobes. And we're not so outdated, I feel. But we'll get to that here later on during our episode where we're talking about different headlines that we came across this week, dude. How they pertain to our personal finances. We've got a lot of great stories this week. That's right. But before we get to that, Matt, I wanted to quickly mention um, we got a letter in the mail this week about debt consolidation. I see uh, a letter over there with a check at the top of it, which immediately caught my eye. Yeah. Anytime you get a check in the mail, it's like, ooh, what's this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this one's for $35,500. You're rich. Yeah, I know. Congrats, well, it's, my wife is. It's got her name on it. So I see. But, so either, either Emily has debt that I don't know about, um, and she's just like 
she's just kind of hidden and hiding it from you. (laughs) I hope not. Um, and my guess is that that's not the case, but this letter was a a pitch for debt consolidation essentially. And one, Emily doesn't have this amount of debt. And two, it just reminded me like debt consolidation is almost always a bad idea. I actually had a friend reach out literally last week. Her son had gone with a debt consolidation company and now he's having a terrible experience. He's trying to get out of it. That sucks. I know. And so I just like wanted to remind people, like you, you might get a letter like this in the mail, like my wife got, or you might hear an ad on TV, and it sounds nice, right? To to lower your debt payments, to pay a lower overall interest rate by going with one of these companies and paying them a flat fee in order to in order to make it happen. But debt consolidation is still one of the top complaints with the Federal Trade Commission every year. Um, And so instead of doing that, instead of having someone else manage that on your behalf, you can do it for yourself. And then you can reach out to creditors directly. Or you can even go to a non-for-profit company like the NFCC or Money Management International. I know we've talked about this on the show before, Matt. I don't want to go into too much detail. But this, uh, you know, this sweet, hefty check, (laughs) just like (laughs) that came in the mail, just made me, you know, want to mention it again for, for folks. That's true, man. Although that is a very specific number, right? The uh, the check that Emily received. Maybe you should check her credit report. <laughs> that would totally suck. <laughs> if you're like, oh no, here's $40,000 that we had forgotten about. <laughs> Obviously, you wouldn't do that. But uh, but yeah, listen back to episode 77. That's where we talked about debt consolidation. Uh, and then more recently as well, episode 199, we talked with Thomas Nietzsche about debt consolidation uh, and his company as well, as well as his personal story uh, when it came to debt consolidation. That was a really good interview for folks. But, dude, let's go ahead and get to our, our quick sampling of stories that we found interesting this week. Um, dude, question for you. Would you move for money? Um, <laughs> Is that depends a- on how much and where I got to move to. Yeah, absolutely. So, earlier on in the pandemic, we talked about how Northwest Arkansas, they're paying folks $10,000 to relocate, plus uh, they're tossing in a free bike. <laughs> uh, but it turns out that other uh, locales are doing something similar. Some are calling it the revenge of the small cities. Uh, so, cities like uh, Tulsa, Tucson's doing it, Savannah's, they're doing it as well. Uh, there are a few of the cities that will pay you quite a bit of money to relocate, to move there. Tucson's program is called Startup Tucson, uh, and it's a nonprofit that has a uh, generous package worth $7,500 that they're offering folks who are willing to relocate there. Although it's not all cash. I, I saw it's only like $1,500 in cash. It's like in free cash. internet and a couple of things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's, it's like when you go to a, a raffle or a charity event, and it's like, this basket's worth $5,000. It's like, well... Not to me. (laughs) Exactly. And plus, that's like the retail price. You know, no one's really paying full price for it. Right, right. But many folks have already done this. Uh, The whole state of Vermont, uh, they're looking to pay $7,500 if you move and if you work for a Vermont-based company. And that's a more substantial offering because they're like literally willing to pay like your first month's rent, even closing costs if you're looking to purchase a home there. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. And I think for, for For some folks, at least, moving in order to score free cash makes sense. Certainly not for everybody, especially if it means you're moving away from family, close friends, community ties, right? Like to sever it all for like a quick 7,500 bucks probably doesn't make that much (laughs) sense. That'd be short-sighted. And Two months into it, you're like, oh, I don't know if we should have done this. (laughs) Yeah. But we're stuck here for a year because we took the money. Um, But yeah, for some folks, it might make sense. Um, Although moving costs money too, right? It does. It's not free to move to some place new. That's partially just to cover some of those moving costs is, is what that money is there for. Yeah. And you, you can't just count on your friends too. Like once you get <laughs> right. to, you know, to be a certain age, it's like, 
nah, man, like nobody wants your pizza and beer yeah. <laughs> to work all day and like when you're hurt myself. Early 20s, like it still works, I think. But, you know, once you get into mid 30s and later, it's like, nope, that doesn't cut it. Yeah. yeah. I, I got other stuff going on. <laughs> but uh, yeah, on top of that, though, Illinois will pay off your student loans if you move and buy a house there. I saw that. That was pretty cool. The Smart Buy program is what it's called in Illinois. We'll pay up to $40,000 of your student loan balance off, depending on how expensive of a home you're buying. Uh, we'll, we'll link to the Smart Buy site in, in the show notes so you can see the details. But it's just, it is crazy to think about how moving could make or save you money in a big way. And it's easier for a lot of folks, obviously, to move more than ever these days with a lot of people being able to work from home. And like I said, I think a lot of people aren't going to just uproot and move away from a place that they love. But there are a lot of folks who are like trying to figure out where they want to settle down. And this could tip the scales in favor of one particular location over another. Yeah, and it's definitely something to be aware of if you're planning to maybe make that move anyway, right? And so speaking of incentives that uh, will get you stuff for free, dude, T-Mobile is upping every post-paid customer to unlimited data. Uh, and this is cool, you know, even though not everyone needs unlimited data, most folks can, can certainly do with less. Uh, but T-Mobile, they are doing their customers a solid and are, you know, continue to show us why they are by far the best of the, the big three carriers where you know, big fans of Mint, but T-Mobile's really solid. Uh, so if you are on a limited data plan, that unlimited data plan is going to start this Sunday, the 18th, and it's going to last for the rest of 2021. It's pretty great. And it's pretty cool. And yeah, while we're talking about freebies, free beer is probably our uh, oh, second yeah. favorite thing to get besides cash. Cash is better, right? <laughs> cash is always better, even better than beer. It's uh, true. But Sam Adams is giving away $7 via the cash app if you get vaccinated to spend at your favorite local bar. Just post a pic of you and your Band-Aid or your vaccination sticker on social media and include the hashtag shop for Sam and look out for a DM to secure that that free money from that uh, may, what would you call them? They're not really a, a craft brewery. Well, I guess they are technically a craft brewery. They're America's largest craft they're brewery, Joel. Large, yeah, they're huge. They're <laughs> huge. But they, you know, they do make some some decent beers. Yes. Um, and, and since we're getting shot number two next week, Matt. Yes, we are. I forgot. It's not even on the calendar for me. I, I keep forgetting about it. But you will remind me. I will remind yeah. you, and and we'll yeah we'll get that shot, and we'll get our free seven dollars to get some beer Heck too. Yeah. Also, too, one of our uh, our favorite local breweries, Monday Night Brewing, is giving a, a free case of Narwater away, which is a hard seltzer to folks that are vaccinated. I got my uh, twelve pack last night. <laughs> my my wife is a big fan of the hard seltzer. Well, so. you and Emily got two 12 packs because <laughs> f- per vaccine card, right. uh, you get a you get a whole case. She gets all mine though. So. Well, dude, yeah. Kate loves the Narwater as well. <laughs> They're huge fans of it. We are definitely going to be going to pick up ours very soon as well. Uh, dude, one last freebie. It's also going to be free to get into uh, the national parks tomorrow, Saturday, to kick off National Park Week. This only happens uh, six different times a year. So yeah, go have a fun outdoor hiking adventure. And a little trivia for you, Joel. Do you know what the closest national park is to us where we live here in Atlanta? I don't even have a good guess. You're gonna you're gonna kick yourself when I tell you it's uh the MLK Junior National Historic Park. Oh, that's really cool. So it's I, I guess it technically qualifies as a national park, but it's a national historic park. But otherwise, the closest like natural like outdoor park is the uh, Great Smoky Mountains. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Which is also a little trivia for you. Did you know that, that it is the most visited national park in the entire country? The Smokies, really? Yeah. Okay. Well, it's, I guess it because it's because it's so stinking huge. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, I think you can get to it from like three different states. <laughs> and so, yeah, by far, it's like a slam dunk. Way more visitors to that than any other you know park that you would think of. Plus, you know, you get to go to Dollywood while you're, while you're there too, right? It's close. <laughs> Which I've never been to. I don't uh, know. Me neither, but... 
How to money trip. Let's do it. Hopefully soon. Uh, yeah. So let's let's move on though, Matt. You and I were all about using credit cards for routine spending that, that you'd be doing anyway. And we have our preferences for which cards people should be using, right? Certain cards are better than others for the rewards that you're going to get. But it seems like brands are launching credit cards uh, like there's no tomorrow. Like everybody's got their own credit card now and they're trying to push it on you. <laughs> like you're getting an email from one of your brands and they're like, we got a new credit card. Why don't you sign up? And oftentimes they're like, we'll toss you 30 bucks as a sign up sure. bonus. And yeah. it's, it's really not that great of a sign up bonus when you're thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, folks but. already have their Amazon card. They've got like their Starbucks card. I'm even thinking about getting that Lowe's card because I spend so much money there. Uh, that one actually might be worth it for me. That one might be worth yeah. it for you. Like <laughs> Apple launched their own credit card a few years ago. And, and now I saw Instacart and DoorDash are planning their own credit cards too. And so it just makes me think like, man, there are too many credit cards out there. So while having you know credit cards in your wallet to pay for things you'd normally pay for instead of using your debit card is going to be better for you, we think, in so many ways when it comes to the rewards, when it comes to the protections that you have. Uh, signing up for too many credit cards, and in particular, some of these brand-based credit cards where the rewards just aren't very great unless you use that particular brand just an insane amount, like Lowe's, right? You, you know, Because exactly. we own properties, we, we shop at Lowe's too much. <laughs> and, and, and <laughs> More than I wish I did. Exactly. But, um, but we really do spend a decent bit of money there. And, and yeah, unless you're getting Grubhub like four nights a week, like it probably doesn't right. make sense to get that credit card. Yeah, yeah. You mentioned Instacart and DoorDash. Like even if you're into food delivery, and remember, by the way, it's going to cost you a lot of money to, to use those services. It doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to want to sign up for one of those new cards. We feel it's best to have between two and four great cards in your wallet. Uh, in particular, having a great just straight up 2% cashback card uh, and then an awesome travel card if you you know like to travel, that is are excellent places to start. Uh, Joel, you actually wrote an article about how many credit cards you should have. Uh, we'll link to that in the show notes. But just be reminded that you're going to get better rewards consistently when you go with uh, credit cards that aren't brand specific. No doubt. And, and Matt, right now it feels like the uh, the housing market is taking crazy pills, <laughs> Mugatu style in Zoolander. <laughs> That's uh, oh man, still one of my favorite movies. So many quotable lines. Have you watched Zoolander in like the past 20 years? No, but I mean, probably not. But I still remember <laughs> all the lines. I literally think I, it's been about 20 years since I've seen it. I think if we sat in and watched it, it would not be as good as we remember You're it. You're probably right. But, but I remember <laughs> watching it. I probably watched it 20 times within the span of two years. Yeah. And, you know, I probably haven't watched it since. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah th th so many great characters. It's a classic. <laughs> but it turns out that uh, when will the housing market crash? Has seen like just like this massive spike in Google searches. Um, so oh, that search term, that search term <laughs> has seen like a twenty five hundred percent increase in searches. Oh my gosh! So it's one of those like interesting things. Like the medium home price is up seventeen percent year over year. And in certain specific markets, the prices have gotten even nuttier. I know Montana has been crazy. Austin, Texas, home prices are up forty percent year over year. That's insane when that's, you think about it, right? Crazy. Yeah. I saw a Redfin stat that said almost half of all homes that are on the market sell within a week. Yeah. One week. <laughs> that's crazy. It is crazy. Yeah. And so like the Wall Street Journal wrote an article recently, they laid some of the blame on pension funds looking to buy single family homes and introducing even more competition into a market that doesn't have enough inventory for all the buyers that are out there. Matt Listener Chelsea sent us a story from an NPR affiliate documenting some more housing oddities that were happening in the Houston suburbs, there's a home builder, D.R. Horton. They built a new neighborhood of 124 homes. And typically, they would sell those homes one by one to individual buyers. Yeah. What they did instead... Like is, in a normal world. <laughs> like yeah. in a normal world. <laughs> but what they did instead, they, they listed the whole community for sale at once. And the online investing platform Fundrise paid $32 million and bought all of them at one time. That's insane. So, that, I mean, that's the kind of market that we're in right now. And anybody who's trying to buy a house, that's why they're 
pulling their hair out because the housing market's um, insane. Yeah, awful times right now for folks who are looking to buy a home, especially for those uh, first-time home buyers. Bidding wars, you know, price escalations. It's all causing a lot of folks out there to potentially spend more than they should just to get into a house. They're having to, in some cases, forego inspections. I would not recommend that. But it's really important to be cautious right now and not get caught up in in the hype and the frenzy uh, and end up overpaying just to get into something. Uh, Renting is still a really solid proposition for a lot of folks, depending on the, the stage of life that they're in. You need to take into account all the different factors that might make purchasing a home for you know either a wise decision for you or an unwise decision. Uh, but here's the thing, dude. Uh, we saw that Fortune magazine. They actually did a study to assess whether this home buying trend will continue. And from their findings, it you know it looks like these conditions could last for years because of the number of folks looking to buy a home, uh, as well as the the supply is likely going to remain lower than usual due to all the different factors that we are finding ourselves in. It's kind of like the perfect storm between there being decreased supply, increased demand. I mean, I saw that over half of younger millennials are planning to buy a home within the next five years. And so there's, I don't, I don't necessarily see uh, housing uh, dipping anytime soon, but that shouldn't be the only reason that you would rush into purchasing a home. You know, if you're going to purchase a home, just like if you are going to move to Vermont, that's great. Get, <laughs> you know, get that $7,500 uh, in moving costs paid for. And if you're already planning to purchase a home, then it's likely you're going to see the value of that increase in the coming years, but that's no reason for you to rush into purchasing a home when you weren't planning to already do that. Yeah, I think really, Matt, what it comes down to is I don't think there's a bubble here. Um, and I, you know, I know people are wondering, when's the housing crash going to happen? When's the bubble going to pop? And you know, the fundamentals support increase in prices. And, and a large part of that is is due to the imbalance of supply and demand. Yeah. There just aren't enough homes out there for the, the people that want to buy one. I think I saw one stat. That, like The U.S. could use 4 million more homes like tomorrow. Wow. <laughs> that would that would put supply and demand back in equilibrium. But right now, everything's out of whack and that's part of what's causing the price spike. So sorry to everyone out there who is shopping for a home and yeah, being frustrated. We, we feel for you. Feel your pain. Well, we got more headlines to get to. And specifically, we'll talk about some viral videos going around about multi-level marketing. We'll, we'll talk about that and more right after this break. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. They are committed to high ethical standards and even had to pass a rigorous exam before they could become a CFP professional. They offer financial planning and services that take a more comprehensive view of your financial and personal circumstances and are customized for your needs. Certified financial planner professionals can offer advice on a wide range of issues like reviewing your investment portfolio's allocation, handling an inheritance, rolling over a company retirement plan, building education savings, and so much more. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Kachava is the all-in-one superfood shake made up of high-quality plant-based nutrients. It's got greens, superfruits, plant proteins, antioxidants, adaptogens, probiotics, and in other words, everything your body craves to feel your best. This is where Kachava really earns their 52,000-plus five-star reviews. 
It tastes amazing. It's creamy and smooth with just water, and it comes in five delicious flavors. You can choose from chocolate, vanilla, chai, matcha, and coconut acai. Cachava is offering How to Money listeners 10% off for a limited time. I've been using cachava in breakfast smoothies in the morning recently. It's just so nice to pack in a bunch of nutrients early in the a.m. in a way that's satisfying and energizing. So if you want to optimize your breakfast, your workout shake, be sure to check out Cachava. Just go to cachava.com slash how to money. That's spelled K A C H A V A and get 10% off your first order. That's K A C H A V A.com slash how to money. Joel, so we were just recounting our trip to Scotland. This is the trip that we took this time last year, actually, with some of our friends over the weekend. And one of the highlights from Edinburgh was stumbling upon the absolute best meat pie shop. Mm-hmm. They were fresh out of the oven. They had that perfectly flaky crust. But guess what? That serendipitous experience would never have happened if we'd stayed at a boring hotel. We had found the perfect flat in the coolest part of town, thanks to Airbnb. Ah, oh, Matt, I'm still dreaming about those meat pies. You're making, my, <laughs> you're making me drool. And while turning to Airbnb might be a no-brainer when you're looking to spend some money on travel, it might not be the first thing you think of when you're looking to make some money. Why let it sit empty, your house, when it could be earning extra income, though? It's the financially smart thing to do. Hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle and is a great way to earn some extra dough. Yeah, that's right. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. And now a word from the show's sponsors at Betterment. Do you want your money to dream big? Do you want your money to be a total self-starter? Are you annoyed that your money doesn't work hard enough? Don't worry. Betterment is here to help. Betterment is the automated investing and savings app that makes your money hustle. Their automated technology is built to help maximize returns, meaning when you invest with Betterment, your money can auto-adjust as you get closer to your goal, rebalance if your portfolio gets too far out of line, and your dividends are automatically reinvested. That can increase the potential for compound returns. In other words, your money is breaking a sweat while you can be breaking bread. You'll never picture your money the same way again. Betterment, the automated investing and savings app that makes your money hustle. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Investing involves risk. Performance is not guaranteed. All right, we are back. And yeah, before we get to MLMs and other scams out there, it is time for our ludicrous headline of the week. (laughs) Did you say that loud enough? I'm not sure. Of the week. (laughs) Uh, okay, here's our headline, uh, and this one comes from listener McKenzie, and it is titled, Could Index Funds Be Worse Than Marxism? Uh, <laughs> this was one that we actually came across as well. But McKenzie, yeah, thanks for sending that one in. The headline is a perfect fit. Uh, this is totally clickbait at its finest from The Atlantic. But let's go ahead and dive in, dude. Uh, are index funds actually that bad? Uh, if so, we are, are likely going to be in big trouble because we, you and I, we've been touting the greatness of index funds for years now on the show. We love them. But the main premise of this article is that the, the hordes of passive investors uh, today are hurting markets, basically because passive investors aren't investing in companies that they believe in, that they've researched, that they've vetted themselves. They're just investing in all the companies uh, that because of that, it's basically screwing up our financial system. Yeah, but at the end of the day, like when it comes to our individual ability to invest for our own futures, 
Index funds are, are still 100% what we would recommend, despite the Atlantic's hot take on uh, on index funds. Yes, it's less Marxism, it's more socialism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it was an interesting article, and, and the concerns that the author brought up do make some sense, but it turns out that the, the data in the examples she gives are actually counter to some of the points that she's making. There's actually a, a good rebuttal that was written over at Morningstar that we'll link to, but Matt, you and I, we still believe in the ability of markets to self-correct and to remain efficient, even with a bunch of passive investors like you and me and yes. hopefully a lot of our listeners doing their thing, plugging away, putting money in index funds like month over month. Um, if there are opportunities to be had by going with single stocks or with funds that are actively managed, then we can expect that I- investor dollars are going to flow there until the advantage is no longer there. So yeah, I'm not worried about an imbalance or a horde of zombie passive investors making the market (laughs) something that's completely irrational. There's still a lot of people out there actively managing their investments. And I think they keep everything in balance for all of us. Dude, absolutely. Yeah. Index funds, uh, they're not going anywhere. (laughs) And they're still by far the easiest. And uh, we feel best way for pretty much everyone listening to the show, uh, how they should be investing their money. All right, dude, let's uh, let's talk about clothes. <laughs> uh, maybe don't listen to the Wall Street Journal about outdated clothing styles. Uh, you obviously uh, don't turn here for fashion advice, nor should you, but the Wall Street Journal wrote an article this week about what's in, what's out uh, style-wise. According to their uh, apparently hip writer, skinny jeans are out and baggier jeans are in, uh, especially for the ladies out there. I'm going to have to go uh, see if my mom sells my Jinkos from middle school. <laughs> uh, you could like fit a laptop in the pocket. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, dude, if Jinkos aren't back yet, they will be because that's how it happens, right? It, it's all a cycle. So my wardrobe of skinny jeans, t-shirts, and uh, lots of plaid, it honestly hasn't changed much over the, the past 10, 15 years. I'm not personally keeping up with uh, what's going on out there in the world of fashion. But here's the thing. It's not the style updates that that was difficult to kind of stomach. It was the expense of the clothes that they recommend. It's like basically they're saying, uh, if you like to wear this, instead you should wear this. And, and then, yeah, like what they were suggesting was yes. ridiculously overpriced. <laughs> Yeah, there's a, like a T-shirt that was sort of like this artistic T-shirt and uh, listed for 140 bucks. And so instead of wearing like your your graphic tee with you know different phrases on it, instead you should be looking to wear that. I can't get on board with that, man. Like I I'm all about you know paring down your wardrobe. Like I've got a whole handful of T-shirts that I've gotten for free, like from my conferences or like volunteer T-shirts. And it takes me like seeing a picture of myself wearing that to realize that I look like a child. <laughs> that's what I'm like. Oh, that thing, that's terrible. I just don't think about it when I throw it on to like do some work outside in the yard. But even still, I'm still working to like pare down some of those articles of clothing. But it's still going to be hard for me to like turn down a free T-shirt, you know? Yeah, I'll never pay 140 bucks for a T-shirt though, and definitely not Ever. willing to do that. But I'm willing, dude. I'm willing to spend like 10, 15 bucks on just like a plain white tee. Yeah, I'm like looking to kind of go that minimalism route. I'm trying to be like Steve Jobs. That way, I don't have to like think about what I wear in the morning. There you go. You I know? understand that. Yeah. All right, but yeah, the, uh, it's we're not fashion icons. We're not even attempting to have really any sort of insight about fashion or what is fashionable these days. I really don't know. But I will say, yeah, when the Wall Street Journal is suggesting that you purchase uh, a T-shirt that costs over a hundred bucks, it's in that price range, and some of the other clothing items they suggested were just incredibly expensive too. You can dress yourself for less, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, but since we just gave the Wall Street Journal a little bit of grief, let's congratulate them because they did something awesome this week too. They deserve a big round of applause because they just made a big difference in all of our collective ability to shop 
for health procedures and save money. Uh, a few weeks ago, they printed a report about how major healthcare companies were using code on their websites in order to prevent customers from shopping for prices ahead of a procedure. Basically, um, the pricing existed on these hospital systems website, but because of certain code they were implementing, when you searched in Google, you couldn't find it. Yeah. You, you had to find had that no index code built in there so yeah. that the, the Google bot crawlers couldn't find your page. Much to the chagrin and frustration of anyone trying to save money on a procedure, right? It was sneaky, dishonest, and infuriating when I read the story. I was I was upset <laughs> that these hospital systems could get away with it. But fortunately for all of us, regulators responded this week to those reports, and they, they told hospital systems that they can't hide those healthcare prices anymore by implementing that devious code. So yeah, Kudos to the Wall Street Journal after suggesting, you know, overpriced clothing items. At least they did this and they're lowering, lowering the price of healthcare and increasing our ability to shop uh, for, for all of us. Yeah, and it's not just the government and regulators that are stepping into it. It's, I mean, the journal reached out to these different hospitals and the different companies that run the websites of these hospitals. Uh, and as of this week, 182 different hospitals had complied and removed that code. So I would say that's pretty great journalistic work on behalf of the, the Wall Street Journal. Well, dude, let's let's talk about Bernie Madoff. There's a lot of stories floating around this week about him uh, because he passed away at the age of 82 while he was in the midst of uh, serving a 150-year sentence for stealing billions of dollars, not millions billions of dollars from super wealthy uh, individuals. He swindled, you know, the former owner of the Mets, Steven Spielberg, and yes, even Kevin Bacon, the man himself. Not Kevin Bacon. Uh, And while, you know, Madoff, he was a, a crook of epic proportions, victimizing people to fund his own lavish lifestyle. His death does serve as a great reminder, you know, to all of us to be careful who it is that we are entrusting with our money, you know. So whether we're giving our money to them to manage, uh, or you know, whether we're just listening to their advice, when someone is, is selling you something that sounds too good to be true, it almost always is. Those are good words of advice when it comes to how it is that you deal with your money. And so, yeah, we, we talked with Ben Carlson about scams back in episode 235. That was a great interview. He wrote an entire book about uh, the history of scams and how it is that we fall for different things and, and some of the bigger ones over the last uh, few hundred years. Yeah, and Bernie Madoff, of course, makes an appearance in that book and in our interview with him. Matt, while we're on the note of scams, TikTok is apparently doing something good in, in regards to combating scams. And not, not that TikTok's a scam. No. It's just... We kind of love to hate TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I don't know why, like maybe it's because we're old and stodgy, but like there are apparently videos on, on TikTok that are attempting to explain why MLMs, multi-level marketing companies, are a bad idea. And they're racking up tons of views. They're going viral. And man, this is great because it can be easy to recruit people actually for MLMs on social media. So yeah, I loved reading about the how the opposite is actually true on TikTok right now. There are a lot of people talking about how awful MLMs are. They're spreading spreading the info, spreading the news. Yeah, the, the truth about the rottenness of MLMs is being heard by a lot of people who might otherwise be susceptible to falling for an MLM pitch. And we all know how that goes, Matt. MLMs don't end well for almost anybody who signs up for one. Yeah, there's a lot of broken promises when it comes to multi-level marketing companies. And we talked all about this back in episode 254. Dude, this is definitely a listen back to this episode, Friday Flight. (laughs) (laughs) Because there's a lot of stuff in the news that we've covered thoroughly, though. But we talked about that, yeah, back in episode 254. The the stat that we mentioned back then is still true today. Roughly 1% of people who join uh, an MLM 
don't lose money. So that means 99% of people are going to lose money by joining one. Uh, the odds are not in your favor, a la The Hunger Games, right? right. <laughs> uh, so whether you've seen any of these videos in your, your social media feed or not, stay away. Whenever someone tries to recruit you uh, by pitching a ground floor opportunity you know, or the ability to be your own boss, they'll only make money if you join up yourself uh, and it's nearly impossible for you to make any money in this venture yourself. Uh, it makes me actually think that we should probably do an episode about some of the different money-making opportunities out there. It's like some of the different ways that you can uh, make passive income. I feel like that's something that we're hearing about more often these days. All right, let's do it soon. Uh, yeah, and I feel like easy money, it always sounds nice, but... Dude, who, who doesn't want end? easy money? Just like at the beginning here, like he showed me that, that check and I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, what's what's that big... Your eyes got big. Yeah, you know, like when, it, when they got the check, I'm looking at it right now and like when one corner has the red, they've got that going on and there's a gradient, you know, to the other corner, it's blue, like it looks legit. There's like lots of fine print and you like, think, oh, is this is this free money? No, it's not. But free money sounds so nice, but it ends really poorly for so many folks. In the case of, you know, Bernie Madoff or other other scams out there, and in the case of MLMs too. So that's right. That's going to do it for this Friday flight. Uh, we hope to see you back here on Monday for some listener questions. So Matt, until next time, best friends out. Best friends out. Upswell Marketing would like to remind you that when customers choose your small business, they're really choosing you. So focus on super serving your existing customers and let Upswell handle the pipeline generation of new leads and customers. Upswell specializes in developing customized direct response campaigns and is now offering a no obligation free assessment of your current marketing strategies. Not to mention new customers also receive 15% off their first order when they mention that they heard about Upswell on this podcast. For more information, visit upswellmarketing.com. That's upswellmarketing.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 